What's up, hot messes? And how rude of me to interrupt my own show. But I had to because I can hear that busy brain of yours going cheetah chatter. And I have something new that I've created for all you ladies that are really struggling with what, who, and how to shop on the grams. Yes, on social media. Do you ever overthink what to post or scavenge through your phone to find a pic to just randomly post, no idea when to do a live or what the fucking IGTV is. Your email list is dead and hasn't heard from you for like ever. Now, I get asked all the freaking time, Marilyn, how do you have so much time to pour into social media? And the short answer is I don't. And that is because I have a system, well, a strategy. Yep, you heard me. It's a strategy that I came up with for you because guys, you know me and my organizational skills. All your posts for the month ahead can be planned and scheduled out to save your brain cells on the daily. Save your time not having to think, what the fuck do I post today? Building that community authentically while boosting that engagement. So yay to no more posting random tuna salad pics once a blue moon when you sell bikes because Susan, it's no wonder that no one gives a shit about your random salad pic. I have your back, people, and this strategy that you can buy actually freaking works. I've popped the link in the show notes for you, and wow, 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 I cannot wait for you to give it a go because it's basically giving you the key to organization and mapping out your social media posts in just a few hours of the month for the whole month ahead. You even get a step-by-step guide walking you through this whole journey and process and can be applied to any business, service, product, doesn't matter. So yes, all you ladies selling poop freshener, you can even use this. Okay. Enough about my freaking amazing tutorial and strategy and my map, whatever. Back to the show we go. Hello and welcome to The Woo in Food. I am your host, Marilyn Rosano, and I help women in small business create flow in meal planning, routines, and small business strategies with ease by taking the overwhelm and thinking out of the no-time juggle. All right, welcome everyone. So this topic today has been one that I've been asked quite a bit. Can I can sense everyone is fucking over it. <laughs> They're fed up because I'm 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 with you. I freaking feel you, okay? And it is how to please everyone at dinner. Well, <laughs> I just want to straight up come onto the podcast and say you can't. <laughs> and I don't fucking know, to be honest. Honestly, I know everyone's like, all right, see a bitch. Like, let's go. I'm out of here. I don't need to listen to any further. I thought you had this magic spell and magic, you know, tips and tricks. And suddenly everyone was going to eat everything at dinner. But <laughs> let's be serious. I don't fucking think that's ever going to be possible, to be honest. I. So many times when I sit down to map out my meals, I'm just like, oh, I really want to make this, but this child will not fucking eat this. This one doesn't eat that. And I'm sick of eating the same shit just to please freaking everyone. So now that I can't, (laughs) I can't fix the problem and we've encountered that, let's talk a little bit about things that I do so that I can eat those kind of meals and cook them, offer them 
probably get rejected, which is okay because I just feel like over time the rejection, you know, they might warm up to it. And there has been instances where I will cook a certain dish time, 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 time in, time out. You know, one child will then be like, oh, actually, I might try it today. I might give it a go, you know, and other times, other times they still, they're still just not there, which is okay. I mean, we were like that. Think about when we were younger. I'm sure there was many instances where our parents would make certain meals and would be like, that's fucking gross. And now we're like, oh my God, I did that. Remember you did it, but I made it with this sauce and did this and blah, blah, blah. So they grow out of it. However, short term, <laughs> what I do do is you guys are going to be like, oh, really, Marilyn? I build my freezer stash. So what do I mean by that? So I generally have things in the freezer as well on standby that I can incorporate to certain meals. So if I'm going to be cooking certain dishes, let's just use fish as an example. My daughter does eat it. My son isn't a massive fan of baked fish. He'll sort of like pick at it, depends the kind of fish as well. I will have things in the freezer that I could also put in, you know, as a side dish or incorporate into the meals so that he will probably eat elements of it, whether that's certain kind of veggies, whether that is, you know, some crumbed fish, like I crumb my own. I don't buy that dirty shit in a box because I don't know. They love them fish fingers. I swear. I'm like, how the f- they freaking reek. I don't understand how these kids love fucking fish fingers, but I will, you know, I mean, look, admittedly, I do crumb and bake my own fish. Um, and I'll, again, I'll build that freezer stash and my son will eat it. But if it's like a baked fish without a crumb, he won't want to fucking know it, right? So I will have stuff like that on standby. So while I'm baking ours, I can just pop a couple on the tray next to it and drizzle some oil. That's if I do. Some other things that I like to pop into the freezer and like in bulk that we obviously can have for dinner as well as you know, making um, for the kids is sausage rolls. Sausage rolls are another thing. And that way I can stash so many veggies into that mince mixture and make my life a lot easier. Chicken schnitzel, that's another thing. So I buy either tenderloins um, or breast pieces. I don't use an egg wash. I know. (gasps) What do you mean you don't? I use Greek yogurt. It tenderizes the chicken amazingly. So I will dunk the chicken pieces in Greek yogurt. And then I'll have like a breadcrumb mixture that I then crumb it. So in that, I put some fresh herbs. I actually put some like lemon thyme, thyme, parsley. I put some grated parmesan or pecorino. Sometimes I'll put some dry spices, some sesame seeds. Um, I just really try to make things flavorsome as well um, and just open their palates so that when they do go to eat certain other dishes that I cook, their palates have kind of tasted elements of my spices and whatnot. So there are a couple of things um, that I kind of pop into the freezer and have on standby. There are some other cultural (laughs) foods, you know, that um, family does like kebab and stuff like that. Um, Empanadas is another one that's in my two ingredient dough cookbook, the one dough 10 recipe. I do empanadas. So you could either do the filling and pop them in obviously the dough, or you could just use puff pastry or short crust pastry, short crust pastry. That was a tongue twister. 
can't even talk now. Tongue twister. Uh, short crust pastry. You could pop the filling in there. It's a beautiful filling that I do. And I have um, obviously mints. There's olives. There's that salty and sweet element because you use um, currants in there as well, which is beautiful. And um, so I do that and that way they're just easily baked and we have them on the side. So if, for example, I really want a nice winter warmer soup, some of my kids will eat at, um, like they'll take the chunks of like, say, for example, sausage out of there. Um, and then I'll bake some empanadas next to it. And that way, you know, we're all eating something out of the plate. And that's just little things that I do that makes dinner a bit easier because at the end of the day, I can't force my children to eat. It's sort of like that scenario where you say, you know, you could take the horse to the water, but you can't force them to drink it sort of thing. I also don't want to be cooking 20 things at a time or 20 dishes. But if I could just forward think things a little bit, make a bit whatever I'm cooking. So I will do, for example, you're like, but who has time? Who has time to make advantages? I will cook it and have it for dinner one night, but I will double batch it. So I always say forward think things, make things a little bit ahead of the time, you know. So if you're already making something for dinner, you just double or triple batch it and that way you're building up your freezer stash to have things on standby and ready to go. It just makes dinner less stressful and it enables you to be able to eat things that you actually like because I'm sorry, I do feel like most times when I am in a rut and a lull, it's because I'm not cooking things that I actually want to eat and enjoy eating. It's things that I'm cooking to please everyone else in the family um, to just get them to eat. And it's just doesn't sit with me well either. And I'm a big believer that time and time again, kids will probably end up eating it. They will at some point, probably when they move out and come calling, calling us and saying, mom, can you actually make a minestrone that I fucking refuse to eat for the last like 18 years of my life? Yeah, sure. I'll make 20 kilos for you. <laughs> That'll be the day. So anyway, sorry that I can't um, fix all your problems and I can't make a unicorn appear and help you feed your children. However, I do hope that by some suggestions that I have given you that you could definitely just forward think a little bit of things that you've done in the past that you know that your kids love, build that freezer stash and make your life a little bit fucking easier and get out of that rut and lull and start cooking things that you like. And you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised when you don't give a shit when the kids come back and eat. Some, some are a little bit more stubborn than others cough cough my my son <laughs> anyway till next week and another episode if you haven't joined the facebook community group the woo in food please do so um it is for free just simply join you can find me on instagram at rosados.casa um obviously my website cookbooks on there all the jazz subscribe to this channel give a rating because that's how this stuff works doesn't it um, and if there's anything that I can assist you further, feel free to DM me, reach out, share this episode to another mom that's pulling a fucking hair out in a supermarket aisle wondering what the fuck is she going to cook for dinner? <laughs> can have a laugh together. Until then, ciao. All right, ladies, thank you so much for another episode. I hope you loved it. And if you did, please subscribe. 
You can also join the free Facebook community group, The Woo in Food, and find me over on Instagram at rosanos.casa. But until next episode, ciao, thank you, and take care.